So today, this is going to be kind of interesting for us because um, we might find out who here in the family has some of the better math skills. Oh, I think we know who that is. <laughs> but I think it's going to be fun to find out. Oh, oh for everyone else. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so joining us today, we're really excited. Thank you so much for joining us, Betsy Mays. Uh, Betsy, you are the creator of You Tell Us About It. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, I have uh, created a line of math card games called Games by Absolute Zero. Mm -hmm. I have four card games available right now. And this just started as um, something I did in my middle school math classroom and with my own children. Okay. And Mm -hmm. now I've grown into a little side business that I'm really having fun with. Awesome. So your math teacher, a lot of people weren't real fond of their math or English teacher. Are you? Are you? (laughs) Which one are you? You know, that's part of what I want to do is I want to rid the world of math anxiety, right? That, yeah. that mm-hmm. notion that math is hard or math is scary by making it fun. Mm-hmm. And um, I've seen that we've gone to great lengths to make reading fun, right? We have all these different mm-hmm. genres of books, we have cartoons. Mm-hmm. You know, kids are even playing video games where they're reading the story along with the video game at the bottom, if you've seen any of those. Right, out. yeah. Mm-hmm. I make reading fun, and that's fabulous. Reading is very important. We've done very little, in my opinion, so far to make math fun. So I'm really mm-hmm. on a mission mm-hmm. to make math fun, to rid the world of math anxiety, and, and just show how we use math every day. And it's not hard, and it's not scary. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, our youngest daughter, we started something this year with her because uh, she has Asperger's. And mm-hmm. uh, we've been trying to accumulate lack. Accumulate. I, I keep saying the word wrong. I don't know what word you're trying to say. <laughs> Acclimate? Acclimate her, yeah. There we go. Into the world and trying to find out because there are plenty of folks out there that have Asperger's that, uh, you know, go on to do lots really of different things. They really don't call it have Asperger's. I say they're an Aspie. An Aspie? Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> thanks for correcting me. And, uh, <laughs> So we we uh, one of the things I wanted to work with her was you know she might get a job where she has to make change or something and so we started doing some math stuff mm-hmm. and the first thing I, I I sat down and I wrote out some math you know some addition mm-hmm. stuff and I said okay answer these and the first thing she did I bet you can guess got a calculator yep. got out her phone yeah got her phone yep. calculator <laughs> I said what are you doing. <laughs> That's not how. You know that that kind of you know when we were kids. I'm I'm guessing we're close to the same age. They always told us you know they didn't want us to be dependent on a calculator because you're not always going to have a calculator handy. Well, that's not true anymore, is it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So we kind of I think have to adjust how we think about math. That knowing some of the stuff that we had to memorize as kids maybe isn't as important as it used to be. But number sets is important. I mean, that number sets and, and what numbers mean and magnitude. Um, and not to say we still shouldn't be able to make change. We should. But kids, people do have calculators on hand, and they mm-hmm. do use them. And that's okay. But we still need to do things to develop number sense. I like to say, well, what happens if the apocalypse occurs? Your phone's not going to work. <laughs> mm, that's true. you got to know how much you're going to divide up between everybody. Yeah. And, you right, know. right. But that's <laughs> what I loved about your games because uh, – in raising our kids, we did a lot of the same. You know, we didn't do it. Uh, one of the things I did was um, I have a cartoon series that teaches kids how to play sports. And okay. People used to always ask me, how come your kids know what to do? And I just, because I played with them, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they learned. And, and like with my granddaughter, we used to play Monopoly. 
mm-hmm. but we didn't really play Monopoly. We she rolled the dice, told me how she counted up how many you know dots were on there, and then that's how many she moved. So we were really playing math, and uh, she right. didn't know it. Right, that's true. There are so many games out there that um, reinforce math skills. You know, board mm-hmm. games like you just said, Monopoly. Um, there's a, a, a set of games that I'm not even promoting my own, but um, they're <laughs> called Sat SCT, and the lady is actually who designed them is is here in Arizona as well, and they're fabulous for um, different skills, math and reading mm-hmm. that she has available. And um, yeah, there's just lots of lots of fun games out there that you can play with your children to help reinforce logical thinking, mm-hmm. number sense, which all leads to being good at math. Right. So what was the first game that you created and why? Thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> so the first game is called Absolute Zero. And I know it's a podcast, so they can't see it, but I'll hold it up so you guys can see it. Yeah. I'm very proud of this game. But you can see it the- online. At, you just go right. to... Uh, you know what's so cool? My my games are on my website, which is gamesbyabsolutezero.com. Right. Mm-hmm. They're also on Amazon. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, okay. And I'll provide that link so yeah, people definitely. can right, to both of them. Um, but Absolute Zero has positive and negative cards. So I started playing this game in my middle school classroom with my students, but I used a regular deck of cards. Mm-hmm. And they had to remember that red was negative, black was positive, jacks uh. were 11, etc. And that was a lot to keep mm-hmm. remembering right, while you're right. trying math skills that I wanted them to. Mm-hmm. And I started looking and there was, I could not find available on the market any deck of cards that have positive and negative numbers. Mm-hmm. So my own children that were teenagers at the time said, hey mom, you should make your own. I'm like, oh, I wonder how you do that. <laughs> so I just started researching it and my daughter was actually my graphic designer for this deck of oh, cards. Cool. And um, my son helped me with the rules. Mm-hmm. My daughter had learned graphic design in high school. So um and yeah, we just have this. It's now a registered trademark, so I've gone through that process. Nice. Wow. It is a um, registered brand on Amazon. It's an Amazon Choice Award winner and a Parents' Choice Foundation Award winner. Wow. And the idea of this game is that you combine the positive negative cards in your hand to have a value of zero. Okay. So if you've got a positive eight, you might need a negative four and a negative four, two negative fours, to cancel out the positive eight. Okay. So okay. it's how to make zero mm-hmm. with positive numbers, which is a very foundational skill that leads to other things with math and integers. We call them positive and negative mm-hmm. numbers. Right. You can play with three, four, or five cards in your hand. It really changes the strategy up. Gotcha. And young kids can play because they realize that red and black cards are opposites. Mm-hmm. And so they just know that red has to equal their black, and then they cancel each other out, and you have zero in your hand. Oh, great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this idea. was the first game I in, um, created. You can also play war with it, integer war, where you're multiplying or adding the numbers together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have some other games in the deck of, of how to play and what to play. So there's mm-hmm. about four or five games you can play with that one deck of cards. Oh, wow. Very, very cool. You know, one of the other things that I really love about the way you put together your website and working with your card games is you made a video that teaches everybody how to play yeah, each that, game. Yeah. yeah. Because right. I, so I have videos. Go ahead. If if we buy a new game, I'm the one who has to read all the instructions, figure it out, and then show everyone. And that, you know, Never. Go, ah, that's not the way it works. And so it's like, right now you watch this video. Yeah, I appreciate the videos. That was, that was my children's idea. They're like, Mom, we have to have playthrough videos. Everyone's got videos out there, so we got out my a tripod and we sat around the kitchen table. So it's just me and my family playing the game mm-hmm. um, in our house. Yeah. Yeah. This grassroots it's just me with my support of my husband and my kids and grandkids making all this work so um that was the first game the second game is called absolute zero junior 
So I had a teacher friend say, hey, Betsy, your game is really great. But and I think my younger students could learn to play it if they had some support. Mm -hmm. I started thinking, what support kids? And it's something called Temprane. Um, So it's actually younger children use Temprane to help with Mm -hmm. math. I made 10 frames and I put in their positive or negative chips in the 10 frame on each card so the kids could count. And now they could count that they needed the same number of blacks as red mm-hmm. to make their zero. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, zero, the original game, goes from uh, negative 12 to positive 12 with no zeros in the deck. So it makes it a little trickier mm-hmm. to make 12. Whereas the junior game has zeros, which helps when you're trying to combine cards. And it only goes to 10 in both directions. So it's mm. smaller numbers. Yeah. So that's where the juice came up. Okay. Okay. So are the other math teachers at your school jealous of you for what you <laughs> did? And do they take your cards? Well, you know what? They, they do play in their classrooms. <laughs> and what's so cute that is one of my good friends, it's also a teacher, she, she said, Betsy, I've got a game for you. Because I just thought, if Betsy can do this, I can do it too. <laughs> She's the one that came up with the idea for Hunch, which is another one of oh, my wow. games. Uh-huh. Took her idea. And we tweaked it a little, and we made it into my fourth game, which is called Hunch. And this one has positive and negative numbers as well, but it's a guessing game. So you, like, have a hunch. You're like, I think it's going to be a negative two. And then you flip the card over, and you go, oh, I got a positive three. How far off was your guess? Mm -hmm. So this is helping kids determine the difference um, of numbers, distance on a number line, which is really tricky. Uh Mm -hmm. But I had the number lines on the cards. So if they if this is a three, but they guess negative two, they can count how far off their guess was. Wow, yeah, oh, that's yeah, good. That's yeah. Cool. So it really gives support. Um, and this came about because our, our students in middle school really struggled with numbers on opposite sides of zero. So, for example, negative two and positive three, how far apart are they? Mm-hmm. They always want to say one. It's really five. <laughs> so a game like this helps. And there's more to this game, a scoring and all that. But games like this help kids learn that valuable skill of distance on a number line. Mm-hmm. And it's supported with the number line itself on the card. And littler kids can do it because you're just counting. You're just counting. How yeah. far off was that? Mm-hmm. And how long have you been teaching? Um, I had 20 years as a middle school math teacher. Mm-hmm. And then I had seven at district office as um, the math curriculum instruction specialist for my district. Okay, cool. Where I did a lot of development for the teachers. I helped with math curriculum adoption. Right. And then this year, I actually took a year off, um, uh, retired. Mm-hmm. I was caring for my, my um, mother and working in my business, but I'll be going back next year part-time into the classroom supporting teachers. I'm sure they so missed you. <laughs> I miss the school. I miss the classroom. Yeah. I miss the kids and teachers. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. What was the, what's the biggest challenge as a math teacher that you saw, not only that the card games help overcome, but... Um, A lot of it was just the kids' attitude towards math, right? A lot of times they maybe had either teachers or parents that didn't like math themselves, so that math attitude got put off students, you know. So if you got the teachers, it's like, oh, yay, fun, it's reading time. Let's excitedly get out our reading books. Uh But then, oh, goodness, math time. Pull out your workbook, turn to page four, right? That's not fun. So when I got students in my seventh grade math classroom, my job was to make math fun. Mm -hmm. And before I even games, I was always looking for ways, whether it was games I found or made using manipulatives, which is hands-on ways to teach math. Um, I was always looking for ways to make math fun. And just my own passion and excitement rubbed off on the kids. And they'd be like, wow, we didn't know anybody felt this way about math. You know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it could be fun. It could be exciting. People could actually like it. And um, kids that maybe had already liked math, like knowing that other people like math too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think math attitude I've had to help overcome. I agree. I'm guilty of 
um, passing my, what I call math anxiety on to my, right. uh, my daughter. So yeah, that's, definitely. That's, that's really, it's hard, right? Not to do that, but it's important that we try not to. Yeah, absolutely. So what if your parent or grandparent, you know, let's say your child comes to you and says, I need help with my homework. Just saying, oh, I'm not good at math. Go ask grandpa. He's the math person in the family, <laughs> right? right? Probably not the best way to handle it. Maybe no. instead say, you know, I'm not sure how to do this myself because it's been a while since I've been in school. Let's figure out a way to figure this out. Maybe mm-hmm. it might be ask grandpa, but let's go do it together, right? right? Or maybe it's Google it or research it, or there's lots of websites out there that help us learn math. Oh, yeah, for but sure. Showing children that you're maybe not confident, but willing to learn with them is, mm-hmm. is, is one step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I loved math. That was, you know, one of my absolute favorite teach uh, classes. And uh, Mrs. McFarland was our math teacher, and uh, she was a little goofy, but she, you know, she was one of my favorites of all time. And uh, but but the only thing that yeah that I struggled with with math was um, that when my kids got older, you know, and they said, "Dad, I I don't know how to do this. Yeah, I need some help with math." And and I said, oh, yeah, here, here's this, how you do it. No, Dad, they don't do it that way anymore. That, right. that was my struggle. Right. Yeah. The people have asked, what's with this new math? It's really not a new math. I think what we're stressing now with um, Common Core State Standards and just other variations of that is what we're calling conceptual understanding. We want kids to understand what they're doing and why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. So math was easy for me in school because I was a rule follower. You tell me the rule, I can apply that rule, and I can do math. Mm-hmm. When I started teaching, I realized not everybody was a rule follower. They couldn't remember a rule. So I had to come up with, I had to then learn the conceptual understanding behind things that I just knew Mm -hmm. and then be able to explain it to my students. Mm -hmm. So I learned and grew so much as a new math teacher and having to do that. And that's what I've tried to do with some of these games by putting the number lines on them and putting the 10 frames on them. And if you don't mind, the last game, which I think maybe will really um, resonate with your audience a bit, that younger kids is called 10 Fish. So it, it's another Parents' Choice Foundation award-winning game. Um, it's on Amazon and my website. And this one is like Go Fish. Mm-hmm. The little kids in four can play this. Except instead of just matching cards, we're making tens. So if I've got a hand with like an eight, a nine, and a seven, I might ask you, you know, Papa, do you have a three? Because I know that seven and three makes ten. Mm-hmm. And to help kids, I have ten frames on here with little fish in them. Mm. So if they have nine they see that they have nine fish and there's one empty space in their 10 frame so mm-hmm. they know they need one more fish to fill in that 10 frame and make 10 mm-hmm. and 10 frames is what kids are seeing in school that's how teachers in elementary school are teaching math these right. days okay um, Sorry. i thought so you just one, like bowling that's why you chose the 10 <laughs> yeah frame. no i do like to bowl as well but that's <laughs> not what this refers to the 10 frame um so this is fun because you can combine two or more cards in your hand to make 10 whoever makes the most tens wins mm. once again there's variations to the rule you can play addition war subtraction war with these and use the 10 frames to assist you um but this has been very popular for younger children like i said as young as four can do this game the precocious oh, fours but um five-year-olds definitely because they're starting to and that making 10 is a very very big foundational math skill sure, you know think yeah. about when we're subtracting when we're borrowing in subtraction mm. we're really taking a 10 and moving it over right mm-hmm. and so Knowing what makes tens will help kids with addition and subtraction of larger numbers down the road. Yeah, yeah, I like the fact that you you know have specific rules to all these games too, and took the time to mm-hmm. come up with them. As I know, when my kids were growing up and they'd play video games, they would find cheat codes. They were always looking for ways to do. You know, right. and I didn't feel that was like the of any real benefit to anybody. 
to know that there are different ways to cut corners in life. And when you uh, have games like yours that are have these rules, and, and I think it becomes more fun because then it's easier to see that you do have people who get rewarded at the mm-hmm. end because they they took the attention to pay attention. Right. There right. Was a, there was a, a part on that when the rules were, I think it was when you mentioned talking to your kids about what rules they liked or didn't like or would change or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> right. My, I have a blog that on my website, I about twice a month I, pu- I put a post and, and, mm-hmm. and I try to make the post um, friendly for parents, grandparents, teachers, right? So I try mm-hmm. to have them be pretty general to anyone that's helping students with or kids with math. Mm-hmm. And the latest book, House Rules. You know, mm-hmm. what are house rules? Why would you want to have them? Mm-hmm. And that's just where you kind of tweak or change some of the game mm-hmm. rules to fit your family or right, maybe right. something that makes sense to you and you want to change it. Um, but I still, you know, in that, suggest that you try playing by the game creator's mm-hmm. rules first. Right. Um, usually they've been well-researched and tested and there's a right. reason them but doesn't mean you can't change them right. if they don't think and that's under the heading of the raising smart kids mm-hmm. right yeah. right <coughs> excuse oh, me goodness. i really liked i like that too you know that you have all these because you can't beat experience like you have right. you're in classroom 20 years with mm-hmm. you know 15 to 20 kids and there's all kinds of different personalities oh, you're, you're generous to say 15 to 20 kids <laughs> I, I, oh yeah I would, you're like, I, I would see 20 200 kids a day yeah i was gonna say wow so, 22, yeah, 23 so in a classroom, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so you have all kinds of different people that you have from parents right. to the children's personalities. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Yeah. And that's one thing, you know, when people say, why did you do this? Um, another reason was, I can't tell you how many times at parent-teacher conference I'd have parents or grandparents that were helping raise children say, I don't know what to mm-hmm. do to help my kids. I don't know mm-hmm. how to help them with math, right? Um so I've created games to help. You can play these games and you'll be helping your kids learn and understand foundational math skills that mm-hmm. they need. Yeah. Uh, but that's why I do it, to make mm-hmm. math fun and to give you guys tools you can use to help your kids. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, there's a uh, – what's her name? She was on a TV show, The Wonder Years. Danica McKellar? Danica, yeah. Yeah, yes. I've, I've read one of her books one books time. Are great. Yes. Yeah, 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 they are. Sorry, I wasn't trying to promote her, but no, just no, that's mentioning totally that. Fine. I, I love her series of books. I, yeah, yes. I, I read one of them. Yeah, yeah, that might be one of the next thing you need is to release a book. You know, teaching everybody how to do math. That might be true. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of just writing those blog posts every couple of weeks. Yeah. That, you know, writing is is. My daughter's a writer. She loves to write, and she's oh. good at it. It's, not my thing. I mean, I'm doing it and I'm getting, I, I am finding I'm getting better at it and it's coming easier as I practice it. Mm-hmm. But boy, I just didn't want to do it in the beginning. It's not, it's well, not it's, much it's, rather. it's one of those things that when you were in school, you know, cause I, I write a lot too. And, uh, that, you know, you, I used to hate it when my teacher would say, Oh, you have to write an outline first. Why do I have to have to write an outline? I know what I want to say, you know, I'm just wanting, let me just put it on the paper. But in reality, you know, as you grow up and you write things, having a beginning and knowing where you're going makes it so much easier to fill mm-hmm. in all the rest of it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, and it's kind of kind of the same with math, isn't it? You know that you you have some of those laws that you have to follow and and right. abide by in order to come up to the solutions. I mean, with math, we wouldn't have the cell phones that every kid's carrying and exactly the big screen TVs and. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Yeah. Math is the foundation for everything, right? Math is the language of science, right? So science is how we know how our world is created and works and operates. And math is that language of science. Mm -hmm. Um, My daughter now is a high school chemistry teacher. So her job now is teaching math and science to the kids, right? And that's why, why taking like a game like yours is so important to get it going from the beginning. Because like you said, if you make it fun for the kids, in their mind, there will be elements of it always being fun and right. figuring out mm-hmm. how to make it continue to make it fun as they grow and learn. And, you know, right. college calculus wasn't always very fun, but uh, right. you know, there has so to I, be. Yeah, I agree. Uh. It's not all going to be fun and games, right? None of it is. Like you were just saying you enjoy writing, but the outline part was kind of a, a drudge for you at the time. But there was a reason for it. And so if we give them that foundation of math being fun, as right. they grow and it gets trickier, they don't come to it with preconceived notions of it being boring or hard or impossible. Right. They know it is possible. We've just got to persevere and have mm-hmm. some grit. Yeah. I know one of one of our sons, he was like a, a little math genius, and he went yeah. on to graduate. He's uh, with a um, mechanical engineering degree. And, Very good. Uh, you know, but in grade school, when math was like really easy for him, he'd just look at it and write the answer down. And then he didn't know why he was getting bad grades. And I said, well, son, they don't know that what's in your head to right. know that that's right. the right answer. You show your work. <laughs> you can just write the answer. Exactly. <laughs> Which yeah. is your that's favorite game? Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> you know, I think um, Absolute Zero, just because it was my first, right? That, that, yeah, that was the baby. baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ten Fish, the one for younger children, has become so popular. And my husband's not in education. He's... Um, a welding inspector for a local utility company. Mm-hmm. And um, when we first went to a show, we went to a homeschool convention and I had a sponsor to booth and he's supported what I've done, but hasn't been actively involved in, mm-hmm. in this process. And he always thought like 10 fish was kind of silly. There wasn't a scorekeeping. I didn't have a score sheet. You know, mm-hmm. we play a lot of games in our family, like cribbage and um, other games yeah. were game family. But um, he thought this was, a silly game. You just don't want to keep score. It's kind of stupid. You're just making tens. What's the point? <laughs> well, we saw little kids at my vendor booth at the homeschool convention playing and giggling and having fun. He was sold. He's like, oh my gosh, I, I had no idea because he was looking at it from that, you know, 50 something year old man, right. not a little kid. Little right? Kid. right, right, and, right. Yeah. So he was, he was sold then. He goes, well, I think you've got something here. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, honey. <laughs> That's funny. Just so, just so uh, you know, in case you just jumped in, gamesbyapsolutezero.com is where you can find uh, a lot of the games initially and, and some of the tutorials on how to play them. And uh, we're here with Betsy Mays as she's got some other neat things on her website too, Raising Smart Kids. Mm-hmm. Ten Fish is a game she was just talking about, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun, and it looks like a blast, and mm-hmm. I can't wait to play it with. Uh, we have one grandkid that he's five, mm-hmm. so he yeah. could probably he could probably do he it. Would but, play it. And I work with I work with kids that are ages like, well, two to seven, but in the middle, four to five. So I might buy that game for our clinic and see if they like it. Great. Well, what I'd like to to do um, is I'll give you guys a coupon code and then, you know, off air and you could put it in your show notes to share with your oh, listeners. Yeah. Oh yeah, For absolutely. Sure. That'll be that. good. And it'll work on both Amazon and my website. Okay, so cool. that, that's great. And yeah. then your, your 
listeners can get it. Amazon only allows a 30-day window for those codes. So off air, we'll talk about when this might air and I can adjust the dates to, to coincide with that. Okay. Like. Yeah, thank you. Cool. That's great. Yeah. Um, and then something else on my website, I just created a new game and it's free. So really? it's called Primeline. It's called Primeline. And um, it's a download and then you print it and cut it out and play it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and cool. Kind of like are you, dominoes or Mexican train where you match and kind of build the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that, but your numbers that are matching have to be multiples or factors of each other. Right. So oh. let's say the end of your train is a 15. Mm-hmm. You could match a three or a five with it because they're both factors of right. 15. Mm-hmm. Or you could match a 15, a 30, a 45 because those are multiples of 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. um, and it even comes with two pregame activities that mm-hmm. you can do with your children if you want to help them. And then those could be like cheat sheets they have on the side to help them if they're not fluent with their math facts yet. Uh-huh. Um, so that's what I've been trying to do is think, where do kids get stuck? And one of the most common things I hear parents, teachers say is my kids don't know their facts, right? They don't mm-hmm. they have them right. And not that it's critical that they know every single fact at the tip of their tongue. It is pretty good to know most of them, right? Yeah, and have them ready for math. It'll make it easier. Yeah. Um, so I keep trying to think of ways to support that with games. And this was my latest one. And I kind of wanted to make sure it's a good game before I go to the expense of producing it commercially. Sure, yeah. It'd be a free print and play. So you could just give me your name and address and I'll email it, you know, email address. I mean, and I email it to you and then oh. you can print it out, print it out and play it. So, yep. we, it's on the website as well. we love playing that. Mexican train game. It's actually one of my one of my ways that when the kids start dating someone to okay. see how patient they are, <laughs> I, I make them play with us, you know, and go oh, over wow. the rules and figure it, you know, and, and then see if they'll continue to play with us the next time. So yeah. then they'll know. Then I know if they'll actually, not you know, trying, just trying to impress us. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Now that you mentioned that, that reminds me, you know, playing games more than just the math skills, it's socialization skills, right? It's right. learning really? how to take oh, yeah. turns, how to be patient, how to be a gracious loser and how mm-hmm. to be a gracious winner. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we would play with our kids during different phases of their life. They would cry, right? We'd have the right. tears when mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. go well. Well, I had to learn that you're not always going to be the winner. You're not always going to get the prize at the end. Mm-hmm. And that's right. It's okay. Yeah. And how do you do that? gracefully? Right. So that's another one things no matter what game you're playing we can learn mm-hmm. well and i would imagine with your games here too uh if parents start to play with them on a regular basis and not only do they start developing the skills but when it comes time to do the homework they're not right. they're not as resistant to do right. it exactly right Cons- consistency is important so if you get mm-hmm. a game like absolute zero or 10 fish and you play it once mm-hmm. it's okay but what have you accomplished right you, right. you need you need Nothing you do it every day, but just right. consistency. We have our stack of favorite games down in the kitchen, you know, mm-hmm. on the hutch. And then whenever every Sunday we saw family Sunday dinner. So we have four generations together for Sunday dinner. Mm-hmm. And we play games first, right? So it's like, okay, what game are we playing today? And who's going to play it? And um, it's really a lot of fun. And we, we're trying to keep those traditions going. Right. Did you hear Important. what she, she said? What? She says they play the games first. Okay. When we have all the family over, if I don't have the food oh. ready by oh, that, that well, absolute yeah. time, everyone's I, coming over, I'm in trouble. And I go, oh, okay. Well, hey, we get together I'm, early, right? <laughs> appetizers or snacks while stuff yeah. cooks, and then. Um, no. Yeah, that's yeah. the way I grew up. I'm a you know, more we, rigid. we would play Whatever. for a long time <laughs> and visit, and Whatever. then eat. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I started something. <laughs> 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 nah. 
So what was your relationship with your grandparents like? It was fabulous. So I grew up knowing all four grandparents, nice. um, and, and, and that was great. And at one time, we even had five generations of our family living. Oh, my in, gosh. In, so we, we were very blessed in that respect. Right. Um, it's not the case anymore, but it was at one point. So my grandparents, one of my vivid memories was on dance night, like I took ballet lessons, but my mother was also going to night school to get her master's degree. Mm-hmm. Both my parents were public school teachers as well. Oh, um, awesome. Yes, my daughter's third-generation public school teacher. I don't know if we're crazy or saints, but anyway. (laughs) Um, Respect, for sure. I would go to dance lessons, and then my grandparents would pick me up. You know, I'd go to dance lessons in the afternoon. My mom would go to class, and my grandparents would pick me up and bring me back to their house where I'd wait for my mom to get done with class to come pick me up. So I had that one evening a week with my grandparents, and I remember having tea in a china cup with my nana, right? (laughs) When you're young, there's a lot of milk and a little tea. And as you got older, the milk got less and the tea got more. Um, That's my and then, right, and I raviolis, the Chef Boyardee ravioli in a can is what she'd usually heat up for me. Not that she didn't cook. She did. But it was, you know, a school night. And I probably didn't like maybe what she had cooked for her and grandpa. Mm-hmm. But she'd make me the Chef Boyardee raviolis. <laughs> probably just treating me to something that I didn't get at home very yeah. often. That, that's one of my favorite memories. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, it's school cool clothes shopping. Always took us for you know for the new new outfit for your first day of school every Aww, year. But in the summer we'd go, we'd go into Chicago and mm-hmm. um, have lunch and take a shopping for new school clothes. That's sweet. That's awesome. You yeah. know, because and that's another reason why we do this is we can we can share and we see that so many people have those memories with their mm-hmm. grandparents and uh, yeah. and what yeah. they learned from you know like. Um, uh, and we learned a lot more about each other because we've only been married nine years almost. And uh, so there were things from our childhoods that we didn't know because they weren't never mm-hmm. really conversations that would come up because yeah. we didn't grow up together. We weren't right. 20 and we got married. Married, you know? yeah, right, right, right. So uh, it was, it's been really a fun. And to hear like the story you told, I know that. You know, my grandpa taught me everything from how to cut up to, uh, you know, uh, how to play pool. And yeah. uh, so it's just just a lot of those really. And that's what we want to do with our grandkids and try. And, and uh, that's where I got my my uh, sense of humor. Yeah. Or the ability to laugh. That's <laughs> my grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Well, and my, my one of our granddaughters, when she was she's uh, 15 now, mm-hmm. uh, when she was young, I told you we played that Monopoly game. But we also played another kind of accounting game was mm-hmm. I would keep all my old golf balls in a little little bucket. And as soon as she walked in the door, she would go hide them. And I had to okay. find them. Yeah. So then we had to count them. Count them. And, sure you had them all. And I mean, and that would go on over all over the whole time. Day, you know, yeah. every time, yeah. first thing she did, whenever she came over, that's what she did. And and she still yeah. laughs about it to this day. She does. You know? and, she does. Right. It's a, it's a wonderful memory she has. It is awesome. great. Well, we've really loved having you, you know. Yeah, what, thank you. Your ideas on the games for math are absolutely fantastic. I, I wish they would have been it. around a long time ago. Yeah, because, uh, you know, it, it <laughs> is really. the best way for not only building a relationship with your child and continuing to maintain that, but, you know, parents come home. I remember I have four kids. She has three. Together we have seven and wow. you come home after work and you're like, you know, wore out and wiped out. And then all of a sudden you've got 
homework and mm. and other things that you know you need to try to <clears throat> pass on to your child so that you're not just dependent on the school system to introduce them to right, concepts and and things and uh, not just their res- it's yeah it's our responsibility as parents to make sure that continues and having so. something like your games is really a, a wonderful way to for the parents to relax Thank too you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. right it is it's a way to have fun with your kids but it has a purpose right play with a purpose right yeah. exactly. so um, yes and when my children were growing up and even my grandboys when my grandsons when they lived nearby they live um, in another state now but and they're teenagers but when they were younger they lived here and I wouldn't allow what I considered, if it didn't have a, a redeeming value or a purpose to it, like my kids couldn't watch certain cartoons. Cause I thought, well, there's no purpose in that. You're not learning anything from that. Yeah. So like even the, the video games at the time I'd let them play had to have some purpose behind it. You know, right. It wasn't just mindlessly zombies. They had to have some yeah. lesson they were learning or some skill they were learning. Mm-hmm. Um, so my kids always joke, yeah, we only had educational games at home. But they both turned out really well, and my grandkids the same. So I, th- I think that's not a bad philosophy. <laughs> no, it's not at all. Yeah, unless, unless of course, uh, you you get one of those new uh, VR games and then you videotape your wife playing it. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, so that's funny. That's pretty redeeming. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't pass it up. So uh, gamesbyabsolutezero.com. Please, please check it out because yes, you'll please. you'll be so uh, grateful for yourself for doing so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. You'll get to find there. You'll find ten fish. It's just a fun little game that's kind of like Go Fish, but mm-hmm. you get to learn right. a little bit about math. Absolute Zero, which is uh, your first in award-winning games, right. so that's that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. You know, when you get the Parents' Choice Award, that's that's that says a lot, and it's it really um, because they mm-hmm. go through that stuff yeah. pretty pretty. Yeah, and it's not mm-hmm. just something they just hand out. That's right. it's something right. that's really meaningful and <clears throat> and show speaks words a lot about your game. And uh, you have a, a version that's for a little bit older. How what would be the older child that would play that? Well, in a junior version. Oh, the junior. You know, I would say um, like fourth and fifth grade kids could start playing that. junior. Okay. Uh, I know some a gifted classroom of second graders were playing it, oh. so just how precocious your child is. <laughs> you want your reds to equal your blacks and then they cancel each other out. So you've mm-hmm. got zero, you know, and they're starting to learn that positive and negative opposites mm-hmm. cancel each other out for zero. Yeah. So that's the point. And, and, and I think that another really important thing about this game, we won't leave out hunch or Primeline, but, uh, I- any of these games really is years ago on like 60 minutes or something. I watched this, this one of their episodes and they had these mm-hmm. two professors on there, and they were teaching their child almost like they oh, were yeah. a guinea pig, but in reality, they were really like they had they had uh, cards with the different presidents and the and the cards that had the the uh, state, state capitals and and just a lot of and math things. And their kids were growing up and had you know like genius IQs for their ages and. And and the controversy was were they you know using them as guinea pigs and taking right. all the fun out of their life? But in their world, that was fun, mm-hmm. right? And and people you know could take your games and realize that they can have fun with their child and and play too. Which is hunch. I kind of like hunch because it's uh you know it's uh-huh. kind of a guessing game really. It is, it is a guessing yeah. game, right? And mm-hmm. then your job is to figure out how far off was your guess. Yeah. <laughs> 
you keep score and whoever is the closest after five rounds to their original guesses wins. Yeah. So, um, and it could, you could, you could complicate that a lot and say you're teaching kids how to play poker and counting cards too. <laughs> I don't. You know what? I, I love playing poker. I'm actually, I, I play in tournaments and have, have, have won some. Oh. Um, I'm not, I'm not, and you mentioned billiards. We have a, a pool table in our house. So we're just, we have billiards. We have, we like poker. We play cribbage. We play Mexican train. I've got, like I said, just games. My daughter actually has a room in her house now, her, her apartment with her and her husband, and they have a whole wall of just games, board games. They play board wow. games with their friends. You know? yeah. You were asking about age limits. Kind of funny. My son um, had friends over for New Year's Eve. My husband and I were out of town, and my son was 21 and had friends over. Guess what they were playing on New Year's <laughs> Eve? Absolute zero. Wow. So. 21-year-olds are having fun playing really it. great. <laughs> We're the same way. I can't get out to play golf enough, so I have a little golf simulator in the garage. And luckily, I'm married to someone who would let me have that, you know, and play right. with me. And, yep. and, of course, she tried to trick me. When I got it, I went to try to set it up in the garage <laughs> to play. And she said, don't you think you'd enjoy it more if you clean the garage first? Just because you have more space. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. I, gotta, yeah, awesome. I was like, no. And, you know, we're going to turn the whole backyard into a putt-putt course for the kids. We've been working on that. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, we're like you guys. We we love, you know, playing games. And, we do outdoor stuff. Yeah, we go play pickleball. We created a pickleball court out in front of the house because mm-hmm. uh, we live in a dead end. And so we marked it off and uh, mm-hmm. we have yeah. lots. Yeah, so we like that stuff. And, uh, it was so nice meeting you guys. I yeah. just, this was so much fun. It was great it. to meet you. Yeah, and and you know, and they just you don't even have to buy this one. Primeline, it's uh, a fun like, kind of like a download on my website. So yeah, you go to website and where it says map games at the top, you click on mm-hmm. that. It shows all my games. Okay. You click on Primeline. You give me your email address, and I give you know email you the downloadable file for awesome. it. And we'll provide the links to all this great and wonderful stuff. And Betsy, it was <laughs> it was awesome to meet you. We. Thank you. Loved having you on the program and, uh, you know, continue to let us know when you get new games so we can. I definitely will. Yes, that'd be great. It's nice to meet you. This was fun. Yeah. Thanks, too, for everybody for joining us. And uh, I hope you enjoy playing these games and let us know how you had fun with them. Give some feedback. Thanks, guys.